Happy Saturday morning rants. Although I'm not going to bullshit y'all. I'm taping this on Friday because I'm traveling tomorrow. But I'm still going to rant though. I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about bitter motherfuckers who work in nonprofit, who say they're there for the right reasons, but they just there to like be fucking bitter, to never be happy, to never score a win, to never allow an organization to work harmoniously, to just constantly rabble rouse, to fuck with their colleagues more than they fuck with the people who they say are oppressing them. Just like bitter human beings who don't want to do self-work, but they want to be in the nonprofit space because it allows them to be performative, to be angry, to never be content, and to be fucking rewarded for it. Because let's be honest, in most nonprofit, particularly criminal justice reform and philanthropy, you actually get rewarded for being the loudest, not for being the most effective. If you talk the most shit, if you got the most catchy phrases, if you're the angriest at everybody, everybody, fucking angry at the mirror, like you get rewarded for that shit. You get grants for that shit. You get fellowships for that shit. You get like people either give it to you because they think that's what it means to be progressive and to, to be a soldier and all these other ridiculous words we use to describe people working in this space. Social justice warrior, I think. Did that one get played out? Did that one go out with the woke moment? I don't know. But anyway, you get what I mean. Like that is what's rewarded. People are, who are the most performative for the most part. So I want to talk about that because like I've been doing, I've been collaborating with some folks to do some like really deep healing work, not bullshit, fake, pimped out circles. Like I'm not talking about circles. Like there's a lot of like fake ass circle shit going on out there that foundations are buying into and giving a whole bunch of money. I'm talking about real healing work. And you know what I noticed? Like 90 something percent of the organization will heal, will do the work, will at least like confront their own demons, will like at least like, you know, think about what is it that brought them to the work. And then there's always two or three, always two or three people that are just angry to watch the rest of their colleagues healing because that's not what the fuck they want. They want anger. They want conflict. They want something to be upset about. And shit is fucking annoying. Like if you want to be mean-spirited all the time like go work for corrections like go work somewhere where that shit is like loved you know like don't say you are trying to change the world but you're showing up just like the motherfuckers you say you're trying to change because it makes you you know what a fucking hypocrite so maybe you're in the wrong job it's fucking annoying, especially when organizations are paying money to have someone come in to do the real work, that there's always two or three people that want to flip that shit the next day, the day after, a week later. Everyone says they're going to leave the problems right there at the retreat. They're going to move on. They're going to do the deep work. And no, your ass want to be a pain in the fucking ass. That's the first thing I want to talk about. Second thing I want to talk about is this quote that says, people who are closest to the problem are closest to the solution but furthest from power and resources. You know who said that quote first? Me, motherfucker. That's the catch, me. I don't ask this movement for shit, even though I help build it. But the one thing I'm always gonna demand is that I get credit for my fucking intellectual property. So everybody out there pimping out my quote, making it yours, going on stage, putting it in books, putting it in reports, putting it everywhere. I'm gonna call you out over and fucking over. Like, give me my fucking intellectual property. You can have everything else. You can have organizations, you can have projects, you can have 
grants. You can have anything else I put out into the world. You can even have some of my ideas if I hand them over to you. I'm always handing over ideas because I can't do shit by myself. So I love to plant seeds of ideas with other people. I'm good with all that shit. But people closest to the problem, closest to the solution, but furthest from power and resources, that's my shit. You can use it, but give me some motherfucking credit. You don't even understand where it came from. I've been in this work since 2000, since I came home. And the truth is, when I first met this nonprofit space, formerly incarcerated people wasn't doing shit. We didn't have no jobs, and the jobs we did, we was getting paid like me, $16,000 a year. So the idea was, you can't have a movement about us without us. And that's what that quote was meant to do. And I took a lot of fucking hits for it. I had a lot of people be like, who the fuck does he think he is? I've had people come up to me talking about, you're fucking ungrateful for everything I've done for black and brown people. I, I took those hits. I came up with that quote so I could shift the paradigm, move power towards formerly incarcerated people, open up opportunities for formerly incarcerated people. That was a different time. That was a different time. It was, it was an opportunity to move us into spaces of decision making. Here's why I'm saying it was a different time. Because that don't mean now, now that we got a sophisticated, you know, diverse, fully blown out like movement with all the criticisms I have of it. But still, we're not where we were when I was talking publicly back in 2003, 2004, looking like motherfucking tree in the forest. Nobody hearing me and shit. We're in a different place. So what does that mean? That means that if you formerly incarcerated, don't be hollering out my quote and not giving me credit, first of all. But second of all, don't think that's enough for you to fucking get a job, yo. Like, do your part. Do your part. Yes, you deserve to be in leadership in a movement that's about you. But all the people that's out there thinking that that means that they get a job no matter what or they get a fellowship no matter what. Who the fuck wants the George Floyd Fellowship? I don't. I want some shit I'm good at. I want some shit where I can learn and grow, but I want to make sure I come through the door with people knowing I bring value to the table, not just having being formally incarcerated as my only credential. That don't make no sense, but that's half of it. Here's the other half. The formerly incarcerated people that have emerged and self-anointed themselves as the gatekeepers to philanthropy. Y'all know who I'm talking about. There's like 10 of them. We talk about it off the record all the time. We talk about it behind the scenes. I know y'all scared to talk about it publicly. I know you're scared to click like on these links because those people control a lot of power and everything. I'm willing to take the hits. I'm willing to be your surrogate. I'm going to keep doing that. But let's be honest, there's like eight or 10 formerly incarcerated people out there that are anointed in the boardroom because they're palatable to white folks, because they're palatable to philanthropy, because they look how they think a formerly incarcerated person who made it should look, because they talk how they think a formerly incarcerated person should talk, or because they're fucking terrorizing and the foundations feel like if I don't give them money, they're gonna come after me, they're gonna call me racist. Those people, they gotta go. That's not how movements are made. Movements are about big fucking tents that you bring everybody up under. Otherwise, you ain't trying to change shit. You're just trying to control money for yourself. Make sure you are the ones who making decisions about who else to get money. And and let's let's be honest, like that's not surprising because it's what Mandela was worried about. That as soon as the oppressed gets into a position of power, they become the oppressor. And we see it all across the criminal justice reform space. That's all I got for y'all today. It's Friday night, it's not Saturday. About to be on the airplane, go get some work done this weekend. But I wanted to get that off my system, have my little rant, get it out the way so I could just flow into my weekend and not let nobody steal my rainbow. You shouldn't let nobody steal your rainbow either. Peace.